Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. We have Robin Washington to discuss Nebraska basketball at 725 today. Also, plenty to get to in the world of Nebraska football. But if you thought that Sunday was going to be the big news in college football with Lincoln Riley going to USC, leaving Oklahoma, shaking in their boots in surprise, well, <laughs> Monday had another surprise for you, Sip. Monday night, I'm here. I am sitting on my chair at the house, watching a little Monday night football, just checking out Twitter for a second. All I see all these reports that become official that Brian Kelly. I, I'd heard rumors earlier in the day, but the rumors became true. Brian Kelly going to LSU for reportedly fifteen million dollars a year. <laughs> I repeat. <laughs> $15 million <laughs> per year for now, Brian why, Kelly. Why, did, why is that happening? Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker set the market, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Like set. we, like, like everyone you know, he thought he would. He set the market. $15 million. So he's getting $5 so he's getting, million a, a year more than Saban, which you got to push Saban to 20 uh, Saban's like, well, this is a great, yep. this is great for yep. me. Yep. Like Mel, th- th- that's how ridiculous this Mel Tucker thing is. He, he look how look how crazy it's made college football in the last week just because of that deal. Well, do we even know what Lincoln Riley's getting? Uh, I don't have the official. Well, they're numbers a private school. It's going to so be a lot, know, though. Hey, you gonna, may not know that. One. But w- what's your guess? Twelve? <laughs> Are you getting, at yeah, the at the minimum, right? Exactly, at the minimum, right? I mean, you, you, his credentials are such you have to pay him sizably more than. Than Mel Tucker. I mean, agents are just gonna, they just, they're gonna swoop down on that Mel Tucker figure and say, yep. "Now wait a second, my that guy, guy is getting nine and a half mil. Right, my guy's fifty-five and ten at Oklahoma, um, and he won four consecutive Big Twelve titles. Mel Tucker has not won anything. anything. Yeah, we need more money than Mel. All right." That's the way it works. Michigan State ruined this all for every for, for anybody that's not a giant in this game. Michigan State has ruined it all, basically. Uh, uh, do you, would you ever think of a world sip where Brian Kelly's making fifteen <laughs> no. million dollars a year to coach? No, no. Well, think about that. No, I. Now some people are going to push back hard and especially post COVID. You know, when they, when people are still right. trying to recover financially from that year. Yeah, and all, you're paying now record highs by by far after that year we just had. I'm trying to think what people are going to say to push back. Oh, this is where it was going. No, that's not where it was going. No, it was. It wasn't. This going is Michigan that. State's fault, right? For Uh-oh. paying an average coach an absurd amount of money to get him among the leaders at that time in college football. 
Like, yeah, Nick Saban might double his salary for this. That, he, he might, might go from twenty million. They might go from nine point seven. Is that what he's at right now? Yeah, not yeah, yeah, nine point seven. He might go change. from nine point seven to twenty, or just shy of twenty million dollars. He could double his salary almost ten million right now mm-hmm. because of Michigan State being a bunch of dummies and overpaying like crazy for Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you watch that Notre Dame job before we get into Nebraska. Is I, I see Dennis Dodd has Pat Fitzgerald among oh, his. Ooh, yeah, hello, hello, Pat Fitzgerald among his candidates with Bob Stoops and Luke Fickle, and Matt Campbell. Also, he, he first he puts Marcus Freeman, the Notre Dame defensive coordinator, in there too. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the the names I think are pretty obvious right now for Notre Dame. There's two of them. Fickle, Fickle is I think I think Fickle is one A. Campbell. I think Matt Campbell's one B. I think that's pretty obvious at this point, and I think those are both good options for them. I don't think that you know Brian Kelly did a great job at Notre Dame. Like, anybody that says differently is crazy. They got him to the playoff a couple times. They they've been consistently a a top ten team How about in his this? tenure. How about this? Brian Kelly has gone fifty four and nine at Notre Dame over the last five seasons since overhauling his staff. Before, oh, oh, yeah. Before oh. before the 2017 season, okay, 54 and nine. Oh yeah, LSU hit a home run. This is a great hire for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, they hit a home I, run. I I love the hire for them. They hit they hit a home run with Absolutely. a guy who we just said 54 and nine over his, since 2017. Now, <laughs> Brian Kelly age. Let's see. Hold on. Yeah. Um, he's he's 60 now. That's the, that's not a bad age. What I wonder about with Brian Kelly, Jake, is you know he's kind of volatile, right? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna butt heads with that. That that's a very the boosters down there. I've I mean I know guys that coach down there. It's like a mafia down there. He'll butt heads with those guys, those people. It'll be now. That's the part I'd worry about if I was an LSU fan. They won't worry about it. They're thrilled. I would think they're thrilled today, Thr- right? Yeah, I, I assume. Wouldn't they be thrilled? I still think their top. They wanted Lincoln Riley. Was their was their or guy. Jimbo? Yeah, those. But but Brian Kelly, if he's your third option, if he's your, their guy right behind those guys, even though you're paying an absurd amount for him, I I think you should be happy if you're an LSU fan today. You should. Oh, be. I think so. If you're not, I think you should. If be. you're not get okay, let's put it this way: if you weren't getting Brian Kelly, who were you getting? It was getting down to like, what? What are you doing there? You know, they had to get. I mean, this is a major score for that AD for Scott Woodward. Major score, huge score. I mean, this is. If it wasn't going to be Brian Kelly, who was it going to be? We were just trying to figure out. Figure out yesterday, we didn't have a great name. We thought maybe Dave Aranda would not sign that. You know, would uh, maybe Boyk would Aranda not do would the contract a, extension to Baylor. How do you feel about Brian Kelly compared to Aranda? Better coach. More. Yeah. He's yeah, way more, more, yeah, more. Way more accomplished. Way more accomplished. Yeah, I think Brian Kelly can handle LSU. You got to handle that Tiger. All right, and it's not easy. You you can't. You you got to have a strong strong presence in that in that chair and it's a it's kind of a mess down there right now ed orgeron's leaving it a mess so great hire hire. (laughs) yeah it's great hire we want your thoughts 402-464-5685 again what a what a crazy 48 hours plus it's been 
in college football, not just the weekend it was for, for games and results there, Ohio State losing to Michigan and and Auburn forcing four overtimes against Alabama. That was crazy enough. But the what's what's followed in the results of these hirings with Lincoln Riley going to USC and, and Brian Kelly now going to Notre Dame. I mean, this has been a dream offseason already through three days, yeah, basically, it, it's, it's for super, a college football it's fan. It's going really quickly. Now, now, there's, now there's two big jobs open, Oklahoma and Notre Dame. Right, is it? That's it, pretty much. Would you call? It, you wouldn't say Virginia Tech's a big job, right? Uh, it's it's respectable, but it's no nowhere near the same category as those ones. So now we're gonna watch Oklahoma really closely and Notre Dame really closely. <laughs> oh, well, boy. if 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 Luke Fickle was a name mentioned possibly at Oklahoma, I just don't think that's an option now. With I think I think Notre Dame goes after him. Well, I know well, Fickle. I know Fickle. I know this. I've heard it. People say this. It's kind of common knowledge. Notre Dame is one of the places Fickle would go. I don't think Fickle would have taken the LSU job for $18 million. <laughs> I don't know if he would. Um, but no, I, I think Fickle will be very interested in Notre Dame. In, in Notre Dame. That's, I think that's where that Do you think he'd have any, you know, is there any interest for him for, for Oklahoma or not? Maybe. I, I, not as much, not like Notre Dame though. Notre Dame is way, way above Oklahoma in that. In, I, now, it's not like I've sat down with Fickle at Village Inn and and oh, haven't you? No, and had a conversation about it. Um, but the, you know, you you read things and you hear things, and my perception is that. It, come on, I, what I said yesterday was Notre Dame is one of the few jobs that he would leave Cincinnati for. Ohio State was another one. Sure. So that so yeah, I'd put him I'd put a I'd put Notre Dame way above Oklahoma. It, God, what, come on. Did you think Luke Fickle would fit in the SEC? I don't think he would. Not really. Probably not. Uh what I what I think is really crazy about these these last two days is is the stories of how these coaches have left the university. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that? so Lincoln Riley, of course, just leaves in the middle of the night, basically doesn't, doesn't tell anybody. You know, he he's on a plane the next day to the next morning to USC. Didn't have you know? He told people that after he lost to Oklahoma State, I'm not going to LSU because he wasn't going. Right, that was to not LSU. a lie. I'm going to USC. Right. If you talk to those you know Oklahoma media people, were just shocked. They were stunned. They couldn't believe it. Nobody could believe it. Last night, the same thing. You see all those responses from people that covered Notre Dame saying we had we had zero idea. The players are like, what the what the heck just happened? Well, and sip, they still have a chance at the playoff. Notre Dame is number five. They have a chance. That's a good point. If things go crazy this weekend, they have a chance to be still in the playoff, and Brian Kelly won't be there. He's out. He's done. What's a good way to leave, though? He, so he's a, he's supposed to have a meeting at 7 a.m. with his team. He, he, he did not tell anybody. that He ghosted all of his staff members. Nobody at Notre Dame was aware of this until they saw social media. And I guess I, there was a, a message that went out on social media last night that showed a message he sent to the team mm-hmm. saying there's no easy way to do this. Right. Obviously, I'd like right. to tell you guys in person the news is out there. We're gonna, let's meet at 7 a.m. to wrap yeah. this up. Yeah, there's no good way. I don't. I mean, I think Frost, if you go back to when he left UCF, he handled it about as well as you can. Uh, but it, it's not. Come on. At that level, um, at that level, going from Notre Dame to LSU, there's just how do you do it really well? This is not like mom and pa shop stuff. You know, you're not leaving 
a little job in Lincoln, Nebraska for another little job in nope. Lincoln, Nebraska. I mean, yeah. and there's so much attention. Um, there's just, I don't know. I don't know what a good way to do it is in those situations. I think what's weird Meet about- with your team, I guess. Yeah, it, it's, the word gets out really quick. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we're in an age now where everything is just- leaked you know yeah. nothing nothing is secret at all except right. for the usc thing with lincoln riley no one knew that they kept it under well, wraps for a long amazing. time yeah, it is incredible yeah, that's amazing it never got out that's why i think mike bone the uscad might have might have set up that smoke screen at lsu with lincoln riley lincoln riley to lsu smoke screen look at all that Brilliant. talk over there look at all that talk over there uh and we're gonna swoop in brilliant and 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 you're also saying lincoln you if some guys don't want to lie they don't want to do it. Now, that might have been Mike Bone telling Lincoln Riley, you don't have to lie. I'll set it up for you so you don't have so to. So you're not going to LSU. So you're not going to LSU. Because you're not. Right. His name wasn't really – we weren't talking about Lincoln Riley to USC. Uh, I think people thought that'd be a great fit, but when they heard all the LSU stuff and the fact he was already at Oklahoma, it seemed hard for him to go there. And by the way, I'm not saying these these are – Define as this, but it feels like with with Kelly going to LSU and Oakland and Riley going from Oklahoma to USC, you've made Notre Dame and Oklahoma a stepping stone job. How about that for a second? I mean, it's, it's, that's not how most would view it, but no. those two made those jobs, you know, long, Hold on. long standing. I would never call Notre Dame a stepping stone. Job. <laughs> Brian Kelly under, left under any circumstance. Brian Kelly left to go to LSU. True, that's true. So what does that define? And seven. Well, he might have felt like he kind of hit his hit the ceiling there that maybe he felt like I just can't take this any further and you know it was he was last season if you think back he was getting kind of growly right well he's always been pretty growly yeah and I don't but I don't know how that was playing with everybody in the Notre Dame fan base um you know he had some he had some moments in post-game interviews um and I may, I, maybe it's more about the ceiling than that. It probably is. Now, hold on now. Hold on. There's something we got to say here. Okay. There's no way I'm, I'm calling Notre Dame a stepping stone. I, why? I was gonna, no way. No I way. said a little facetiously, but it's just the fact that their coach le- is not retiring. He's going to a different school. I hear you. But Oklahoma's the one that I, that I would be – if I were an Oklahoma fan, that would concern me. All of this would concern that, me. That is also not I – mean, it's not a stepping stone job. I think Lincoln Riley would have probably st- – Well, you're the one who said it. I said it facetiously. Uh, <laughs> it was obviously a joke. Right. But, but – Well, but, Oklahoma's but, but, been a stepping stone job. There was a time it was when – and Chris from the Baldwin shop, who's patiently waiting, will remember this because we're older. It was Gary Gibbs era, uh, John Blake – that was they went through a period where it was it was bad. I mean, they were bad, um, a pretty long period in the eighties and nineties. You know when John, you know when John Blake bring Oklahoma here, Nebraska put sixty five on them. I mean, and they were bad for a sustained mm-hmm. period. So Oklahoma fans, I'm sure, are concerned about that right now. Are we going back to that? Well, you're also yeah, you've you've lost your. Great coach, and you're going to a very, very tough conference. We right. just Texas has already gone through this right now. Texas, I mean, Texas didn't have a Lincoln Riley. Mac Brown was was let go a while ago, and they they have not recovered since they have then. Not. But they also, yeah, they, they we're looking at ten years, and they had a, one year they were pretty good a couple years ago. But they've been they've been pretty much irrelevant for ten years, and now they're going to be maybe more irrelevant unless things get figured out asap in the SEC. Yeah, it feels like they're fixing to get buried in the SEC. 
they don't show any signs of of coming up here. Right. They, there's and a there's a country club mentality, and it feels like they're they're having a hard time shedding that down there. It, it it's just that's what it feels like. Let's get to Chris. Let's get a call from Chris on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve Jake. Hey, Hello, Chris. Chris, how are you? Well, you know, Steve, I'm good. Thanks. Boy, I, you know, just when you think, Jake, like you said, things can't be, get any crazier. You know, I, I'm worried. I'm worried about our college football game. I, I mean, I, I really am this stuff. I, you know, it'd be interesting, Steve, Jake. Is there any coach in professional sports making that kind of money? No, there's not. There's not. Um, What's your Belichick's making? Yeah, yeah. I don't think Belichick's making fifteen. Go ahead, Jake. Look like, that up, and go ahead, Chris. Keep talking. This is the uh, this is crazy stuff. Now, Jake, Steve, my my question to you guys is this: Is Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly, is this is this push money or is it ego or is it some of both? Um, for for Kelly, I think Chris, I think it's he maybe feels he hit the ceiling at Notre Dame. I think exactly right. You know, Steve, I think Jake made a great point. Listen, Oklahoma, it, and we know now, they've won a ton of conference championships. It's all about championships down there, but they haven't won a national title since 2000, and this will be 22 years next year since since that, almost as long as since we've been in, the, in that throne. Uh-huh. But... Uh, Oklahoma, that is their longest stretch, I do believe, okay. in the last 70 years that okay. they haven't won a national title. Yep. Notre Dame, in no conference, Steve, Jake, we all know that. So it's about national titles there. The last national title for them, 
this doesn't work out with Scott Frost, and we all hope it does. You know, right now it just doesn't look good, but we hope it works out. If this doesn't work out, would they be willing to pay over $10 million for oh, that's a good, We have to so, contemplate that's that. That's a great question, Chris. Yeah, thank, that's a great question. Okay, okay guys, I'm going to hang up and listen. Yeah, okay, Brandon, our caller Brandon, our dear caller Brandon, raised that possibility of, like, earlier this year before all that. i got to give Brandon credit. You do, too. They said, would Nebraska pay $15 million to a coach? And I totally stiff-armed it. No way. Well, guess what? That's okay. where it's at now. Okay, now, now, I don't, you might. You might have to pay $15 million. I mean, think about that, Jake. I mean, when, when, ah. Uh, it's a I scary mean, thought because yeah. that's a lot of money that you got to commit to that. This, there's no guarantee of it working out. The thing that bothers me is the people who casually say the money's there. It's not a problem. Ah, uh, easy with that. I mean, this is the days of of Solich and Callahan and Pliny, where it's like you know a few million. Right. I'm talking about fifteen million dollars every year, and then all that entails. Now you have to raise the the assistant coach salary pool. Oh the yeah. Buy, the, the buyout prices are going to go up. It or they're still in play anyway. So. Yeah, and no, this is the mon- the money's just not necessarily there at every place. Okay. $15 million a year is right. a lot. And like you said, that's not even covering the assistance. That's just for the head coach. Right. Right. So no, no, don't, I don't want to hear that. I mean, this is a nightmare for some ADs. Yeah, I'd, I'd say most. Yeah, yeah, it because, is. And this is be- mostly because of Mel Tucker getting a ridiculous contract at Michigan State. Right. Kelly's getting fifteen million just, it, yeah. at age sixty. He would be crazy to turn that down, and he did. No. Uh, by the way, we were asking about the highest paid coaches. Uh, this is via. This is from last week from USA Today from uh, Yahoo Sports. Excuse me. Uh, there's actually three coaches in the NFL making fourteen mil plus a year. Bill Belichick makes eighteen million dollars. Okay, a year. I was wrong. Sorry, I didn't think he made that much. Pete Carroll and Sean Payton both make fourteen mil a okay. year. Okay, and after that, I don't know. Okay, Kelly's making more than everybody but Belichick. Yeah, hello, he's making more than Saban <laughs> by a lot. I know. By, by a five mil. Now, why? Now, I'm trying to think how people that are saying that it's not a big deal. What is their justification? Like, what is it? Brian Kelly's making six million more dollars than Saban, and that's not that's that's normal. You see that as just well, yeah, that's the way it is. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that's weird, and it's not. Oh, it's and bizarre. It, yeah, it's Come upset on, the apple cart. Don't don't try to tell Let, me that's as, this is normal. Let's see what Kelly was making at Notre Dame. Is that I don't know if that's information's out there. It's private school. Yeah. It's might it's might double the salary though. Yeah. Well, think about it. Think think, think about. I bet he's making eight before this. Who's that? I bet Brian Kelly was, was making eight. Yeah, That's private my school, you don't know. I'm just going to guess. Let's see what Jeff says. Get a call from Jeff. Jeff, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, two quick questions for you. You talked about uh, Luke Fickle to Oklahoma. Okay. What about Matt Campbell at Oklahoma? Does that make sense? Yes. And and the second quick question is, Does all the do all these coaching moves shake anybody loose for OC for us? I'll shut up and listen now. Thanks for the call. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's a hard. That's. I mean, I haven't even assessed that. Um, I think Nebraska is pretty far down the road on this. It make it might make them reassess. As far as Matt Campbell to OU, yeah, yeah, Jake. If you're Castiglione, you're going hard after Campbell, right? Well, uh, right. Yeah, you got to figure out who's your top targets now for Oklahoma. 
Well, I, I mean, Matt Campbell has to be near the top of the list. Which I think Notre Dame might be I think Fickle's off the board. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think Fickle's off the board. Campbell's going to get rich, okay? And so is Fickle. Wherever he's going. Yeah, they're getting rich. They're, getting, they're salivating in their new payday. Right, yeah. But I think Campbell, because he's so used to the lay of the land in that in the region, in the conference, um, I think Campbell makes the most sense at Oklahoma. Right? By the way, they were talking Knows about the conference. They were talking about Campbell to Washington. There was a lot of steam behind that, but Kalen DeBoer got hired That's right. from Fresno State yesterday. So Washington has its coach, Kalen DeBoer. Um I think Campbell to Oklahoma and Fickle to Notre Dame would make the most sense. That makes the most sense. I'm trying to think there's anybody else out there that, that sticks out. I don't know if, if, if they go to Dave Aranda at, at Baylor. Well, again, Baylor is is locking in. They're in the process of locking They're in. They're in the Aranda. process. Right. It could change. You're right. <laughs> oh, any but process I, can change when dollar figures go out But would Aranda there. leave Baylor for Oklahoma? Is that... That's a better job. It's a better job, but is it a lot better job if Baylor can pay you what Oklahoma's paying you? If Oklahoma can match whatever Oklahoma... Whatever... If Baylor can match whatever Oklahoma offers, is it that much better of a well, job? Well, I'd say it, the only way it's it's Baylor's a better job is that the expectations will always be lower there. They still they expect a lot now. They they've been Brent, winning for a while. Beautiful new stadium. Beautiful new. I stadium. know, but but Baylor has not historically been a no, great. No, I know. I know about team. Baylor. Yeah, I know about Baylor. <laughs> they had they I had some Baylor horrible times. Long time. Yeah. Um, so they'll never have the same standards as Oklahoma, which is a, I guess a good thing if you're Matt Campbell saying you know might the pressure. Is high, but not as high as it would be in Norman, probably. Well, I'm talking about. Well, of course, it wouldn't be at Iowa State. I'm talking about Aranda to Oklahoma. I know. Yeah, you oh, said, I, Iowa I said State. versus staying at Baylor. That's yeah. what I was saying. Oh, you said versus. You said staying at Iowa State. No. I, yeah, Aranda's at Baylor. <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, Baylor, Baylor's standards will never, never, ever be as no, high as Oklahoma. So if, if that's if that's a big party for Aranda saying. Are these? Can I win big at Baylor still, or do I have to go to Oklahoma to win Come big? On, hold on, hold on. We're leaving out the cri- critical part of the deal. Does Aranda want to jump into that den of vipers? Yeah, you, yeah. You go. You're going to the SEC, right? And and your expectations. Are you ready? Okay, so your expectations at Oklahoma stay the same, but you're going into a harder league. Get it? Expectations at Oklahoma stay the same, but you're going into a much harder league. You you said it yesterday, and you're right, and I agreed with you. That Oklahoma, the job is not as enticing anymore. I mean, if <laughs> to a certain person, now some guys will look at that and say, "I, that's not a problem," because they don't mind swimming with the I, Vipers. Just ask yourself the question: Is Lincoln Riley the head coach today at Oklahoma if they're still staying in the Big Twelve? Yes, I think so. That's I don't know. Not, if, I don't know if it's a for I sure slam dunk, cut and dried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But I think it's more. It's harder more to likely. say yes than it would be if they were if they're not if they're going to the SEC. You know. Yeah, we don't know what the dollar figure is at USC either. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm, well, we're, you and I are guessing at least at least twelve million, probably more, right? <laughs> I guess isn't that right? It's got to be at least twelve mil. Has to. Mm. Has to be. Let's get a call from Derek. Derek, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, well, first of all, loyalty uh, that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> in college football either with coaching or players. So that's kind of leveled the playing field a little bit. Does Riley stay at Oklahoma if stay in the Big 12? I don't know. But I tell you what, he made a hell of a career move because uh, he's still a pretty young guy. and He's going to have everything he needs out there to build that into a winner. 
Uh, I think about Oklahoma kind of in the same breath as Nebraska. I think we've lost our luster. I think they're going to end up with probably their second or third choice. And, um, you know, they'll, that's the way it's going to be in the landscape of college football. But here's what I'm really proud of. Trev Alberts. Boy, that guy, I tell you what, what a masterful hand he has at being the administrator over athletics, particular, in particular the football program. He was able to basically cut the buyout in half, reduce the salary. This is, this is old news, but still, how is he able to pull that off? Didn't Frost agent object to any of that? And what it does is it sets us up in case we have to let Frost go, which I hope we don't, um, for a better coach next year. Because, guys, this year we would have never been able to find a coach that anybody here at Huskerville would have been happy with. Your thoughts? Oh, that's a good point. It'd be really hard right now. Uh, yeah, if you've got to pay $10 million plus a year, are, it, yeah. can Nebraska do that? Well, first, of, Nebraska all, do first that? of all, Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell, was a was a was a popular name that came up in Lincoln, right? Yes, among the Nebraska sure. fans, and I just think that he's not going to Oklahoma, though, Sip. Why he's is that? Going to go to Oklahoma? Why is that? I don't think so. Why? I don't even think they're going to look at it. To be honest with you. Hey, the other thing too, before I go, tell Kaz next uh, segment to uh, be happy. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Terry. All right. Okay. Now we don't, as we said, USC. Getting the terms for Lincoln Riley's contract are really hard because it's a private school. There's there's reports out there that it's 110 million, but not I don't we don't know how over how many years. Um, but USC is buying both his homes in Norman, um, and they're buying him a six million dollar home in LA, USC, and they're unlimited and he has unlimited use of a private jet 24 seven for his family. It's getting weird out there, okay? I mean... Unlimited use of a private jet. For his family. 24-7. 24-7. They're buying a $6 million home for him. Uh, and we thought that the helicopter thing was crazy right. Greg, with Greg Schiano at Rutgers. I need a helicopter in four mil. Yeah, no, I, I need a private jet 24-7 for my family. I'm trying to figure out why Oklahoma wouldn't be interested in Matt Campbell. Well, they, he's beaten them a couple times, I'll tell right, you that much. Right. They, they know that guy can you know is a good coach. If I'm Castiglione, I'm all in on Matt Campbell right now. Be- well, first of all, where are they going? I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Venables, come on. I mean, if you're, if you're choosing between Campbell and Venables, Venables has never been a head coach. That's right. Campbell has built programs at two places. It's hard to do it. All right? Who are you going to? Okay, Shane Beamer. No, I mean that was a name. I get it. Now, now Mark Stoops makes some sense to me. A lot of sense. I, I wonder how that fan base receives that. I was wrong about Mark Stoops to LSU. Well, well you'd expect Brian Kelly to get the fifteen million dollars a year to go there. <laughs> Did you? I, I think you're off the hook. I don't think. I don't think you're that wrong. No one thought that was going to happen for that kind of money. He's getting fifteen. See, now agents are going to look at that now. Well, one in particular, Nick Saban's agent. 
is going to look at that. And now people maybe would say you guys are really fixating on the money a little too much. Ah, uh, no, no, because this is a huge part of it. Yeah, this affects everybody. Massive. I mean, we t- we I about- think about Ryan Day's agent right yep. now. Hello, give me. Well, think about Jim Harbaugh's agent right now. I mean, if he if he's in the playoff, he's done a lot more than Mel Tucker's ever done. I mean. You can't stack Tucker's resume next to Harbaugh's. I don't care if... Okay, so Tucker beat him twice. Big deal. I mean, that's two games. You can't stack Tucker's resume next to Harbaugh's and say it's better in any in any way. No, you can't. Don't even try. No. So now now Jim Harbaugh's agent, if, if they're in the college football playoffs, is going to say, well, we need a minimum of 10. It, well, I would if I was Harbaugh's agent say that. Because look at the guy at Michigan State, what he's making. He's not even in the he's not even in the what hunt. What about Kirby Smart at George? Oh too? God! Yeah. Hey, uh, but I'm number Kirby's one. Get I'm rich. number one over here. Yeah. By the way, uh, who's the best team in the land? <laughs> Me. Right. Hi. Does Kirby. Kirby automatically get 15 million? Yeah, I think so. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we'll have more next an early break in the ticket. Guys, do you want thicker? Fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.